So what we're going to do is get some attention thrown upon ourselves. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to walk around all day long with no pants, baby. That's right, Daddy. We're going to walk around town eating coffee grounds, Mrs. Brown, and we ain't going to wear no pants. We're going to don no dungarees. We're going to slip on no slacks, Jack, because that's the way to get noticed is to walk around with your hairy legs, Greg, and your knobby knees, Louise, if you please. And I know that eventually somebody's going to say to the head people of River City Arrested, they're going to say, for God's sake, cover those two crazy bands up because they're walking around with no pants on. You can't walk around strutting as fine as you please with your knees showing to the world. You got to cover them up. So two. What's up, dude? <laughs> hello, hello. That was an epic intro. You like that? This is episode two of a Double Knock and Knocker podcast. So uh, took us a little bit to get everything going here for a second time, but you know, this one's yep. gonna be better than the first one, man. Way, way yeah, better. I say, if you're hoping that it's better than the first, it's. Nah, I didn't say the intro was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the intro was awesome. We can yeah, just was... play that. And again and again and again. <laughs> it's like ripping off a band-aid. You just gotta just jump in and do it. Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, which, the the headbutt heard around the world. Yeah. You want to introduce who you are first? You want to say who you are, or you want to just kind of? You can just talk. I don't care. I, I, we are two unknown people, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, chances are. You're one of our friends, and I appreciate you <laughs> listening and sharing. <laughs> At some point, though, there will be people listening to our opinions on uh, wrestling and other matters. So, uh, I'm Hash. He's Troy. Go. Troy. Go with your uh, headbutt. Let's do it. Oh, um, I think, do you think it says a lot that uh, Vince McMahon went against his own blading uh, rule for Kevin Owens? Well, he didn't bleed. I don't. I don't think he meant to. I don't think he meant to bleed that. I don't think he meant to bleed at all, honestly. I, I thought the thing was. I thought that it was kind of confirmed that he bladed backstage and just used concealer, and uh, it was reopened by the headbutt. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a more inside track than I do, as always. Um, <laughs> as always. Yeah, so I'm sure it says I'm- a lot that it let him headbutt him. Um, that hard. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, just hearing other wrestlers talk about it. If if Vinny Mac gives you permission to to lay into him or ask you to lay into him, that means he has big plans for you. I mean, this is I guess better. This taking the U.S. title off of him and then putting him in this program. Um, I guess that's more of a main event push than having the U.S. title on him, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, what else does he have to do at the moment, huh? Yeah, I mean, and it stills the show from what they were doing on Raw, and, and Raw wasn't half bad. Well, actually, it was half bad, but the other half wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you to, since I only got to watch the first half, I was going to see if you could catch me up on the the back half of it. Um, so, well, okay, so you're saying the second two and a half hours worth? Um <laughs> <laughs> Not the full <laughs> two and a half hours now. I watched more than that. Probably like the last hour I didn't catch. Uh, I mean, uh, the the last hour, it seems like they've been recently putting all their main event. They've been loading the show early and then kind of closing off with a 
I mean, it wasn't bad. The tag team match was good. It was an eight-man tag match. Um, the, I think, the, to me, I mean, this is just me starting to turn into a women's wrestling mark. Uh, the biggest <laughs> moment of the night for me was when they announced Asuka was coming to Raw. Um, I love that. I, I cannot imagine that they're dumb enough to ruin this streak that she's got going right now before she wins a championship. I, I hope she's coming in and dominating right off the bat. That would make – that's the only sense I can see it making, but we'll see. Yeah, they just uh, – are they, are they using Kyrie Sane on NXT strictly? Uh, she was on NXT when Asuka left. Um, she was at the top of the ramp, gave her, you know, a little handshake hug. So maybe? I want to give you a handshake hug. Oh, man, that'd be great. Um, dude and do the mate okay so my biggest thing i want to talk about this uh this time and i'm not going to go through any kind of order this time because uh i feel like that really made the show kind of drag and was boring last time I, when i went back and listened i mean it wasn't totally boring but i was like yeah. man just <laughs> sticking on to, that's not our style we don't stick on topic bench point <laughs> yeah i figured we needed some structure but i think our best structure will be no structure maybe uh, I don't know, and we got to keep it a little bit shorter than two hours. That was probably oh, uh, a little much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wish I'd shut up. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting here like, hmm, I wonder if that paint's drying over there. Yeah, but you know, we had to we have to get our feet wet and learn how all this works. So, I mean, I spent a good three or four hours trying to even figure out how to get it online. So, uh, podcasting isn't the easiest thing in the world. So, it's not the hardest either. But yeah, my biggest thing I want to get up, want to talk about, man, is the the May Young Classic because I want to eat some crow. Um, oh, that was, that was awful. Oh, it, I mean, I still stick by the fact that the first round was completely awful. But um, kind of understand. Oh, man, I wish we had more time because I really wanted to bury those women. <laughs> I may have said that. I feel kind of bad though because uh, I I was like, I mean, really my motivating factor with watching the second uh, round and then from there on was uh, one was to see that elbow drop you were telling me about. And good Lord, that was a sweet elbow drop, man. Yeah, it's, it's literally a drop. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <she's> like free falling. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. It looks like uh, the old, um, there was uh, a, there was a raw uh, intro entrance video that used to have, uh, I can't remember who it was, but part of part of the video looked like somebody was basically crashing into your living room as they were coming off the top rope. Um, mm-hmm. And what may have been Jeff Hardy. I know when Rhino comes out, it looks like a rhino is going to bust through your screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, I saw that, you know, it was the next day I got I watched that last. It was I literally had two matches left when we were talking last time. And the Kyrie Sane's match was... Uh, the last one, and I was like, man, that was an incredible match. And then round two, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching all the way to the, to the moment. The, they released everything else from round two all the way to the finals that week, and I it, binged uh, that. It was so good, it, man. The one girl that uses her hair as a whip, did she make it into the second round? Yeah, she made it in the second round. I think she okay. got put out in the second round, maybe. Um, I was actually, well, I like her just because it has. She has like, I guess because it just reminds me of that Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, I mean, she found a way to make uh, wrestling unique. <laughs> Every, I mean, you got to have your, your things that make you stick out, and that's kind of what round two was all about. And maybe that's why round one was a little boring because, you know, they they pretty much used round one to put over all the girls that were going to be in round two. But round two, I mean, there was a couple of people that were surprisingly eliminated, but I, I don't know them that well, but you would. Like the the Beast Lady, the really big one. Oh, yeah. Looks like uh, maybe she's German. I don't know. But, yeah. Dobson? Her? The one that renamed uh, Sarah Logan? No. No. I'd have to look it up. Wasn't... uh, She's a a heavyset Irish lady. She was... uh, She she was in it, right? Piper? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, she was good, and the crowd loved her. Apparently, she came in trying to look like a heel, 
and the crowd loved her so much she had to kind of wrestle babyface and that was kind of cool <laughs> uh, i mean it was the whole the whole thing after you got in the second round it was put together so well and the crowd was really invested in it and then the finale was after smackdown and that crowd that was the biggest pop of the night it got a bigger pop than um the stuff oh. that was happening on smackdown even the kevin owens stuff and the mcmahon stuff i will have to check that out and I, I will have to say, you know, I hated the way they made Shayna Baszler look like just an MMA fighter in round one. But in round two, she had a match where she she sold really well. I was surprised because uh, I thought she was just going to be that type where, like a Goldberg, that just I comes in and doesn't sell anything you do. But no, she sold. Actually, she probably sold better than anybody in the whole tournament. Um, I I thought uh, the best looking match was. Uh, the second round between Kyrie Sane and um, shoot, I was trying to remember the girl's name so I could talk about this with you, but they were both just very, very good at at all match long, you know, making everything look like it hurt, like wrestling oh. should be. <laughs> well, as it went to the final round though, Kyrie Sane was starting to oversell just a little bit, <laughs> like awkwardly. <laughs> Um, but I think some of it may have been part of her character, kind of how Ric Flair does that faint. Um, she kind of did the same thing. Oh, yeah, so sticking with the NXT thing. Do you know, Did you know that uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and, uh, oh, God, Adam Cole, uh, their little stable is going to be called Undis- no, Indispu- Undisputed? Yeah, Undisputed. Yeah, Undisputed. They, are, they haven't announced it yet, but there's merch for it on WWE Shop, Undisputed. I'm saying Undisputed, but the shirt says Undisputed Era. Oh, okay. But, I mean, uh, keep in mind, I know nothing about them from before they got here, and so... It doesn't really sound cool. It doesn't I have... <laughs> I don't know. But then again, Sanity doesn't sound very cool either, though. Or, dude, they make it cool. Or... Um, Authors of Pain. I mean, that doesn't sound really cool. Really? No. I feel like you're being it's so piggy. <laughs> I mean, it would, it would go pretty well in the 70s and 80s, I, I suppose. What do you want it to be called? Bebop and Rocksteady? <laughs> <laughs> and Krang? <laughs> wonder where they are, by the way. They they didn't come out looking for... Well, I haven't watched this week's NXT or last week's NXT, but they didn't come out looking for a rematch or anything, so I expected to see them pop up on Raw or SmackDown, and I haven't seen them yet. It kind of reminds me of the... Did you ever watch Animaniacs back in the day? Yeah. Well, the three of them kind of remind me of the Warner Brothers and sister and how they were always being chased around a lot by the security guard, and, you know, Stephen Regal is the security guard. They're all like doing wacky things, and oh, you can't catch us. <laughs> you're talking about uh, uh, Adam Cole's group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Authors of Pain. I was confused for a oh, second. Oh, no, not Authors of Pain. I don't talk about them. So, dude, like literally two hours ago, we both just found out that uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan passed away, man. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, it is, and uh, I mean, Bill, no one's ever. One my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments of his is when I guess because it just sticks out in my mind so much is when uh, Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window and he's and then Bobby said he jumped right through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby, the brain was genius. I, I mean, can you think of? I mean, I know every time someone passes away, uh, like people will say that they may have been the greatest at whatever, but I, I think before he even passed away, I don't remember anybody. I don't think there's anybody you could say was a better manager than Bobby Heenan. No. He was incredible. And he always, anytime he took a bump, dude, it maybe looked slick. like it was, yeah, it slick. made. Good manager. What's that again? I said, except for maybe Slick, he was a pretty good manager. <laughs> slick was entertaining. Stop being, <laughs> stop being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean, you know what I mean. Like every time Heenan took that that bump on the apron, God, mm. it was always it just looked so painful, and he sold it like a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, did you hear about the? Um, let's see. Jeff Hardy was doing a photo and QA at the, I think it's called Wizard World in Chicago, 
and someone asked him if the Broken Hardys were, you know, going to be on Raw at any time, and he's he said yes, but didn't give any indication as to when. Then he went into a story about how uh, yeah he went to Vince McMahon and asked him if he could use face paint, and Vince said Vince gave him the liberty to do so on house shows, and said no. He gave him a no for television. And then he jokingly said, uh, thank you, Finn Balor. <laughs> well, I mean, it, if Vince only feels like one person should wear it on the show, I mean, I would choose Finn but, as well. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, Finn's an up-and-coming guy. I mean, Jeff Hardy, can, he's already over. He doesn't have to. But now he's in a... He's in a storyline where, you know, they're trying not to put the demon paint on him. It's interesting, um, but not in a good way. This <laughs> <laughs> is one of those things that I'm like, um, okay, what's happening here? But not uh, uh, just more curious than anything. So, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with it. Um, who knows? Um, <laughs> speaking of interesting, do you, so, do you like Elias? Man, it's so weird because they just, I mean, usually when they bring someone up, they pretty much did all they can do at NXT, but that wasn't the case with him. They just, you know, he had some matches and then all of a sudden he pops up and, it's kind of like they they seen Aiden English and what that gimmick could do, but they weren't sold on Aiden English. So they're like, well, we got this guy that can do the same thing, and he has a look that we like. So I mean, with Aiden English, they're going you'd have to sell the fact that he's a pale, blotchy, skinny little dweeb. <laughs> but Elias, man. Eh. I mean, it, it it works, but I'm still confused about, like, why it happened so quickly. Well, I mean, yeah. I, okay, so I like him in, in spite of myself. Kind of the first time I realized I liked The Miz, I was like, what what is, what's my deal? And that's, I can appreciate someone who's a good heel, and he just, I mean, I know he gets cheap heat, and everybody expects the person who, like, I don't know if you've noticed, the person who's been interrupting him ever since his whole little thing with Finn Balor, but after that, Whoever interrupts him, he actually gets the best of them. It's never like you know. I you know, first time when r Truth came out, I was like, oh geez, here we go. Now his gimmick's going to be someone squashes him and they come out. But no, he ends up getting the best of them and just kind of walks walks out really cocky. And I'm like, yeah, I really like what they're doing with him. I mean, he's got a good look and he's you know, oh, can I, well. Can I interrupt you just for a second. I want to tell you something that I was telling my beautiful fiance i wish someone at some point would mention the fact that ron killings is 51 years old i wish someone would mention the fact that he's in incredible shape he's an incredible worker and he's able to do the things that he does and he's 51 years old <laughs> maybe That's, they think saying he's 51 makes him look bad i don't know i don't know why they don't in this it's crazy. I mean, do you know anyone else around that age that can carry themselves in the ring like he does? And it's sad the only push that he ever had was during a, like a, the dark years of TNA. During a, I think his big angle was saying that uh, TNA was racist or something like that. I didn't mean to say dark ages and then that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I think you're fine. Kinda, just kind of into that way, but yeah, hmm, fifty-one. But um, I was going to ask you. I was sitting there looking through my notes. It was just like Miz best champ, uh, good promo. Then I got to <laughs> scrolling down, and it's like Booker T is the worst. <laughs> Grand Metal sighting. How about that? What? Um, all right, yeah. <laughs> Grand Metal League sighting on the, the 
the, with the cruiserweights that they, for some odd reason, never have singles matches anymore. They're just like, all right, here's three of you against three of them. Wasn't Grand Metalik on Raw like two weeks ago with Enzo and was that not the one that was with Enzo and, and Cedric Alexander? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we haven't done this in two weeks. So I'm looking through my old notes as well. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, speaking of 205 Live, uh, the Brizongo bit, that was fantastic. I would watch Bri- uh, 205 Live just to see uh, Brizongo come down and arrest people every week. You know, <laughs> what is up with uh, Drew Gulak and the Captain Underpants? Well, he's got this whole like gimmick where he's reading out. I mean, it's almost like the old Jericho gimmick where he read out all of his his many moves. Only he's reading out all the things that would make 205 Live better, but it's it's all really boring stuff. But it's funny because Hills are supposed to lie, but he keeps saying that 205 is terrible. And it's like, well, he ain't wrong. <laughs> I still, it's so funny. I don't know anyone that enjoys 205 Live. It's, which Dude, is I'm so just, weird. You would think that I'm the cruiserweights would be awesome. And I watch all wrestling, but I can't watch that show. It's just, it's, it's tough. The, <laughs> it just, I don't know if it's the crowd or the production value or the fact that it's the same four guys trying to figure out new mm. ways to do the same thing. But you know, I could, I could ins- insult them for having the same matches every week. But I, that's one of the things I got written down here is, uh, it, it just kind of different topic here but um with the usos and the new day putting on a show that they've put on for the last what three months yeah you don't need another tag team in smackdown right now on smackdown and it's incredible those dude that's consistently the best tag match of every week yeah and it's crazy that i never thought the usos would be a team that i like watching but yeah i'm i've I dig the heel Usos. I have since they've turned heel. Yeah. I mean, and they've been able to bring out a little bit more aggression, too. I like how they changed their style when they went heel. They didn't just, you know, some some teams will will go heel and still have the same move, move set that makes yeah. the crowd pop. And uh, that, that really wouldn't work out for them. But, I mean, the SmackDown champion is hella boring still. Now I'm yep. going to speak to my people <laughs> in my language. A Punjabi. <laughs> I don't know why he has a pause right before he says, no Punjabi. <laughs> well, because his language is Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a language. He's not fooling anyone, dude. <laughs> he probably speaks French better than he does Punjabi. Probably. <laughs> But, I mean, look at the champions you have now. you got Brock Lesnar, Jinder Mahal, Alexa Bliss, Natalya, Miz, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, New Day. So as, as much prestige as Miz has brought to the Inter- Intercontinental title, I feel like he's made it really boring lately. Like, really, really boring. Really? I, there's nothing at all excited about exciting about the Intercontinental title right now. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I, I hate to say it because like I really dig the Miz like being that '80s heel where he's a heel all the time, even when he's not on WWE programming. <laughs> you know, he's just he carries the business over. Well, it's because he's a very unlikable person. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he he's not. Probably, so. But, yeah, uh, he was on fire there for a while, and I don't know what happened. I guess oh, it, I guess it's because he stopped working programs with interesting people. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you who he's technically wor- uh, working a program with right now. Mm-mm. I guess no. he's passive-aggressively working one with uh, Jason Jordan. <laughs> yeah, but... And like SmackDown, I mean, for some odd reason, Baron Corbin's in the so-called doghouse, but the doghouse for him is championship shots against uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> We're mad at you. Here's a championship shot. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know what what he did to get in the doghouse to begin with. I don't really understand. Like, apparently his social media was 
too aggressive towards fans? Uh, yeah, something like that. And Kevin Owens is kind of the same way, but maybe it's just, uh, I mean. Yeah, but I, Kevin Owens is. He's staying healed is, is what I think he's doing. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Owens has a personality and Baron Corbin, you know, he's he's tall. Didn't Baron Corbin block you on Twitter? He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that was when he was in NXT. <laughs> yeah. And then I said something like rude to him as well, but he misunderstood me. And <laughs> yeah. He, he retweeted me. And I was like, yeah, it seems like a nice guy to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, wrestlers on social media. It's so annoying. That's like uh, Bob Holly said it was acceptable to fart on your dog. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, thanks, Bob Holly. All right, let's, well, let's bring that up then. Why would you, uh, why would you, why would you, t- I mean, let's talk about that. <laughs> well, I think you, uh, you had the story of you passively, aggressively farting on your dog. I don't know that it's passive aggressively. I just walk by him and fart on him. Yeah. And then I've always, I don't know. So I it's have, not, I mean, someone's going out there is going to think it's animal abuse and it's not meant to be. I just, uh, I've always thought it was funny to randomly when, when your dog's getting a little too friendly, just uh, cock up a leg and yeah, this is <laughs> fart on him. A paper. <laughs> <laughs> but he, and he looks offended when I do it, which is great. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because it's all it's all acceptable to Bob Holly. <laughs> I, I, what did he end up saying when you said that to him? Dude, I don't know. That was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. That's really I've funny. Had, I've had children since. I don't remember. <laughs> well, children? <laughs> no, child. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> I haven't seen you in a little while, man, but I was... you get some free time? Will you watch a Keith Lee match? Good Lord. Probably not. Wow, dude. <laughs> He's so big. I don't even like his name. Ridiculous. Keith Lee. Is he really good? I haven't heard anybody else say he's really good. Oh, he's amazing. I still haven't watched a match by that one guy that everybody talks about, Ricochet. Oh, yeah. He won the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I thought that was the battle that was going on between the Crips and the Bloods. No, that's uh, PWG. <laughs> Some of the best wrestling in the world, man. But, uh, yeah, Ricochet won this year. How about that? That's crazy. <laughs> I, I guess it's crazy. <laughs> you need to watch some more wrestling. like. I Dude, I, I watch too much like, wrestling as it is. I really do. Evolve I... or Rev Pro or something like that. You don't even watch Ring of Honor, do you? No, I've never seen one Ring of Honor match, unless you count the matches I've seen in WWE that were done first on Ring of Honor. I'm always... I think that commentary will make and break a show. And I think Kevin Kelly does a really, really good job for Ring of Honor. Wait, Kevin Kelly's at Ring of Honor? Yeah. The guy that The Rock used to call the overweight hermaphrodite? Yes. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like him in WWE, so... That's not going to make me tune in. Oh, well, um... I JR mean, does the voiceover work for New Japan. I'm a little like a little disappointed in JR. I, I mean, he got a little bit better towards the end of the May Young Classic, but I mean, like when Kairi Singh, Singh was coming out to the ring, every time he was just, so she's just a, a big fan of boats. And then eventually Lita was like, JR, he's, she's a pirate. She was like, he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, how are, you, how are you missing this? Like, it's the gimmick speaks for itself. It's an awkward gimmick, but it was a very awkward gimmick because she like, spins that will. It's awesome. I know. But I do like the fact that uh, that Lita asked him what he thought of her hat, and he really liked it, and said he was a bit of a hat connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is um, is so is Samoa Joe going to be out for six weeks? Six or seven, six to eight weeks, something like that. See, I don't know. I, I just now heard he was injured. I was wondering why he was off TV. I had no idea that it was injury-related. That sucks. <laughs> oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. So after the second round of the uh, May Young tournament, I know you were saying that it looked like they were using it to put Shayna Baszler over. And they did. Um, 
But I don't <laughs> feel like that was their there. only purpose. They 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 got her over while they were doing other things, which is exactly the way the program's starting to work. It's starting to work. It's supposed to work. But dude, they had a moment that just it, it gave me chills for lady wrestling. Was uh in the in the back, and of course you knew they were going to do this. They had the four uh, horsewomen of NXT minus um, Sasha. So the three of the four horsewomen of NXT ran into. Um, Ronda Rousey and her crew, and it was just this whole standoff, stare down, both of them throwing up their symbols, and uh, just I don't know. I was like, man, they they need to run with this going into WrestleMania. It, it was definitely got my attention. Dude, yeah, this be is some like, good storytelling. This is the road to the road to WrestleMania, and I mean, you think that there would be a lot going on right now, but it seems oh, there's to... never anything going on between now and the end of the year. I feel like it's. A little better than most years. I mean, no Mercy's card. What's up with that? No, I mean, it's no Mercy, and they're giving away two matches that you thought were going to be saved for WrestleMania. Here's Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman's eyebrows. For some odd reason, when I see Braun Strowman, all I can see is angry eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) And growling. Dude, what about that? What about Braun Strowman squashing Brock Lesnar every single week so far? Is that... Is that a tell that he's definitely going to lose, or is that a tell that they're going to let him squash him at the at the pay per view? I think Lesnar is just like, hey man, I need to make money for a longer period of time than what I'm doing, <laughs> so I'm going to have to start selling and making things interesting. So you think he's setting up to resign? Yeah, I think he will. I mean, I, I think he'll probably resign too, but. Just curious if this had anything to do with it. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it does. I think it's just showing because the company has shown what they'll do for Brock Lesnar. So I mean, maybe it's his turn to show them what he's, he can do for them. You know, just instead of like, hey, go out there and destroy these guys in a squash match. You know, he's like, well, you know, I can sell too. Remember? <laughs> so hopefully. I mean, there's always a place for Brock Lesnar on television. Well, yeah. Because, well, I mean, what's Paul Lesnar going to... Paul Lesnar? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm shipping I'm shipping them now. Lesnerman. <laughs> Lesnerman. <laughs> but, I mean, what's Paul Heyman going to do? To, like, call up Curtis Axel and be like, hey, man. <laughs> Maybe. No, they yeah. need to put Shayna Baszler or Paul Heyman. They really do. Oh, I never really... Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, see? Have Paul Heyman with a... Or have a female with Paul Heyman. That would... And someone like Baszler where you just... Yeah, I mean, she does... She comes off so intimidating. Man, that would actually be pretty sweet. What if what if Heyman was a J.J. Dillon for the four horse women of Ronda Rousey's group? But... Yeah, that. I mean, it would be sweet and unique. Um, I mean, ha, do you follow uh, Paul Paul Lesnerman on uh, Twitter? Yeah. Oh, okay, because he's a notorious pervert. So I was like, well, <laughs> maybe if he if he can keep his uh, little Brock in his pants, and it might be able to work. <laughs> Why is his wiener named Brock? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Brock. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it kind of does. Kind of does. <laughs> it's his money maker, man. <laughs> oh, do, have, have like since Rollins and Ambrose have been tag team champions, have they made any mention? Because I, I know you like every time they come out, they're like, oh, shield, 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 shield. These two used to be in a shield, remember? They were the most dominant tag team, like, ever, even though they were wanting to get together for, like, two years. They're so much better than everyone else that were together, ever. <laughs> but <laughs> was that they Michael made... Cole saying that? I think it was Michael Cole <laughs> said those exact words. Probably. Um, quote, unquote. Have they, have they said anything, like, you know, there used to be this one guy named Roman Reigns. Uh, they haven't, but a lot of people have kind of made mention of like what's going to happen oh, with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I was um, wondering they were going to. Dude, I feel like it's, if yeah. 
if they would put Roman with him, Roman would be over with the crowd in a good way, not in the way that he thinks he is. And, I mean, okay, speaking of Roman, um, I like this Roman Reigns, John Cena, breaking the fourth wall stuff, but I absolutely hate where they where they went with it this past week. It just got a little, it was just became a little too much, a little gripey, gripey, a little whiny. <laughs> no fighting, just, well, it went from being wrestling to being like, you know, well, you tweeted about how I don't sell tickets, but I sell more tickets than you. And it's like, all right, that's why people watch wrestling is to bicker over ticket sales. <laughs> that doesn't make, it's not compelling at all. <laughs> I mean, then Cena ended it with, you know, I'm like a drug test. You won't get past me. So, oh my god! Really? Oh, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he ended it. Uh, so. Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but to me, I, I don't know. That one felt scripted. Yeah. So I, I just feel like the first one went over so well that they were like, "Oh, let's keep doing that. Let's keep oh yeah saying kinda... things that you're not supposed to say. Taboo." Like when the Miz had his Daniel Bryan moment, and then they tried to play off of it for several weeks. Yeah, that was good though. Yeah, that was good. That made me start watching Talking Smack, and then I was even mad when they canceled it. I used to love watching Kevin Owens on Talking Smack. Oh man, he made that show so good. <laughs> Did you watch any of that? No, I, I mean I caught a couple episodes of it. But. He would always get irritated, and then he would go to walk away. Like he'd keep cutting everybody off, and. Then he'd walk away, but then they would go, wow, that was awkward. And then he would come back and, like, like drink their coffee and, you know, like, walk away again. they come back, and it was hilarious. Didn't he have some gimmick where he was always messing with Renee Young's phone? Uh, no, he uh, slammed a cup down on the thing or something and spilled water and got all over her phone. And she claimed that he could have ruined it or something. Oh no! <laughs> Which I mean, I like I like how funny he is naturally. That's okay. enough to start a feud. <laughs> yeah. Where was Ambrose to take up right. a woman's phone? That's I mean, he's funny, and I like him as like his humor. I love the fact that they turned him from funny to vicious on this past SmackDown, and I hope he keeps that edge for a little bit, just to just go to the next level, you know? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it makes sense to put Pete Dunne in the cruiserweight division to make it awesome, but they won't. The bruiserweight? Yeah, the bruiserweight. God, I love you. I feel like that they know that the cruiserweight division's not going anywhere, too, because, I mean, they're keeping Kalisto out of it. <laughs> they, they put Enzo in it, so I feel like that's <laughs> their way of saying, yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they stopped with the purple ropes and... All the gimmicky stuff that was with the 205 Live, cause, or with the Cruiserweights, I mean. Cause it I was will say the mad. best. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, have you been to a show since they've had the Cruiserweights on and you had to sit there through these guys wrapping the ring ropes in purple and changing everything over, and then they come out for like four minutes and then you have to wait for them to change the ropes over to red and blah, blah, blah. No. No, okay, because I imagine that would suck the life out of the crowd. You know, you just sit there. Unless it was like the, you know, the you're getting ready to see something awesome, but like most of the time, the purple ropes just predicate boring, <laughs> boring, <laughs> boring, boring, <laughs> boring, <laughs> boring. Stupid. I don't like. Yeah, I'm like, bored. Yeah, cruiserweights were also um, WCW. They were. <laughs> uh, uh, but I will say the greatest thing that yeah. Vince McMahon did all year was when he had Titus O'Neil wear the purple suit while he was a, uh, you know, managing Akira Tozawa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that's fantastic. Yeah. Vince McMahon deserves all the money for that. How long did Titus O'Neil get uh, suspended for that arm grab? 60, I think. 60 days? 60 days. Wow. That's ridiculous. Dude, I'm going to tell you, I did, I could not sit through the uh, Jinder Mahal and the... Uh, it wasn't good. Them ripping on uh, Nakamura. I, I couldn't mean, sit 
after it. It was awful. So there's well, there's two thought processes. Did it just bore you to tears, or, or did it do like? Because hills aren't supposed to be funny. They're supposed to yeah. think they're funny and be well, jerks, which is what he was like, doing. But it was stupid. Well, it was like when the Good Brothers were doing the old day stuff. I mean, that it, it just wasn't funny. I didn't want to see it. You know, it's just like this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> them. I I don't know. I have it was it was just awful. It was awful television. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, oh, terrible, terrible stuff. Terrible. Yeah. Well, dude, let's chat about some stuff, man. Let's tell some stories or something. Um, I don't want. It sounds like we're just uh, picking our brains, trying to remember stuff that happened this past week. We're kind of caught up. I mean, if there's anything that right. sticks out, do you uh, you got any wrestling stories or anything uh, you want to share? Oh no, I was going to ask you something the other day, but I completely forgot. Um, how do you feel about going into a match selling a previous injury? Do you no, like I think it's a yeah, I think that's a good call. Really? Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Nowadays, uh, I, you hardly ever see it, man. I mean, something that happens the week before, and you know, I I think that they could they're losing so much by not keeping up with it. You know, I'm like, man, he could go in selling and. The offense wouldn't be boring if it was catered to attacking that certain thing. Like if somebody came in with, like you know, like ah, I got bad ribs. Look at all this tape. I have all this tape because I have bad ribs. <laughs> and someone could, you know, they could work the ribs and it would make sense. So I don't know. I've seen a lot of that missed opportunities just over the past couple weeks, and I don't know. Hopefully Vince McMahon will wear like, you know, like a bandage wrapped around his head for the next couple weeks. <laughs> so we're just going to take a quick pause right there just to put a plug in. If uh, anybody out there is looking for um, really good discounts on travel, uh, send us an email, knocker at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put travel. Uh, we... Have partnerships with uh, with a company that's uh, offering deep discounts. Um, just let me know where you're looking to go, and we're talking entire weeks in two bedroom suites at really nice resorts for you know seven fifty to a thousand. So really really good prices. So uh, contact me and let me know if uh, if you're interested. And back to the show. Did you watch or did you like the Jason Jordan John Cena match? I, I thought both Jason Jordan matches were good, John Cena and Roman Reigns. Um, if I would have booked that, I would have made it exactly like the John Cena Kurt Angle match. I mean, that would have been interesting. That would have been cool booking, you know, just like, oh man, that's pretty awesome that they're doing that. But then again, it would completely. Expose the business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't have people knowing the inside. <laughs> the, um, uh, Jason Jordan, he was like, I actually liked it. He was working the waist lock for like a good seven minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's a great thing about like both those matches. Um, he was, they they put him over. Even though he lost, that's fantastic. That's hard to do, and for him to go toe to toe with two of the the biggest draws in the business right now, I respect it. I think he earned a lot of the fans' respect too. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. I mean, I have no idea the direction that they're going with him or his gimmick or him taking awkward pictures with Kurt Angle's family. I don't know what they're doing, but he's a good worker. <laughs> And I like the fact that Chad Gable got put with uh, Sheldon Benjamin. That'll be, that'll make for. I mean, both their matches have looked pretty good so far. So, yeah. Um, I won't say it's great booking, but good booking. I appreciate it. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's switch gears as we let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, just kind of, you know, what's going been going on with you, man? Other than wrestling, what do you? Uh, I mean, football uh, season started. Did you watch any of that? 
You know, I got to watch a little bit, not as much as I'd like to. I actually got to listen to more than I watched because I was in the car. But um, the Cowboys lost, so it's a good day always when the Cowboys lose. But um, the Raiders is weird. <laughs> the Raiders is weird. The Raiders <laughs> I have no idea what it said. <laughs> the Raiders love is weird. Like, everyone is jumping on like i was just looking at stuff earlier online and you know everybody's like oh man this is their year this is this is what's this is what's happening in football and it's raiders and everything good well i like that (laughs) i I mean i you know i've been a raiders fan for ever um i don't know why i've always been uh bo jackson that's why i was a huge (laughs) bo jackson fan uh, as a kid so um you know, growing up in West Virginia, man, we don't have uh, sports teams in West Virginia, or not pro teams, so you just kind of randomly pick based on what's going on around you. I mean, you're a Pistons fan and a, a Steelers fan. I'm a Raiders fan and a Heat fan, so, you know. Hey, I like the Pistons because I hated Jordan so much when I was little. So they... yeah. Well, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. You, you went based on what pop culture was doing, so, I mean... <laughs> Whatever was on TV, it was either you loved it or you hated Jordan, so you went with whatever was against Jordan. I liked Alonzo Mourning because he wasn't Shaq. <laughs> so I became – I was a Hornets fan, and then when – actually, I liked him and Larry Johnson, and I had to choose who I liked better when they split. And I followed Zoe down to the heat. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and it's funny, I hated Shaq, but, boy, I liked him a lot when he won the Heat of Championship or helped win the Heat of Championship. I guess Dwayne Wade really won that championship, but – yeah, pretty much. Uh, Where's so. Wayne Wade's in Chicago now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Derrick Rose is uh is he a Nick now? I don't know. I think so. Weird. Yeah, but other than that, man, I've just been griping about how long it's going to take for the new Game of Thrones season. It's going <laughs> to. Man, we're going to have to wait two years. Hey, did you see they're bringing Will and Grace back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited about that. I found that out two days ago. And dragons and magic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought. I mean, I was thinking, you know, dragons, magic, fairies. Oh, Will and Grace. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Was that a? I think this wasn't supposed to be insensitive. Was that insensitive? Uh. Not really. I mean, do, do I need to make a note and edit it, or will the fact that I was just being silly be okay? It definitely wasn't intended to be a homophobic comment. I said I love Will and Grace. <laughs> so, all right, well. I think it would have to be, like, funnier. <laughs> funnier not to edit it, or funnier to edit it? <laughs> no, like, to keep it. I don't, think you're, I don't think it's funny enough to keep. I mean, but... I don't think I'm skilled enough technically to edit it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. I thought, uh, what's his name was going to edit it? Edit, edit, edit it. Who? That guy that you got working for us that does the editing. <laughs> the guy I made up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He totally is. What's his <laughs> name? Be, uh, John? I think his name was John. John. Yeah. Yeah, get him to do it. You don't have anything else to do. No. You got a good point. So <laughs> it'll be edited just as much as a made-up person can edit something. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, what have you been doing besides playing Destiny 2? Oh, dude, Destiny 2 is so good. Yeah, so, so good. It really is. I, I haven't even played it nearly as much as I want to because, you know, I always wait for Chris to to play and uh, with him being in a gang and stuff he doesn't get on nearly as much as he used to um, so we played night one together and then I waited for him night two night three so finally night four I just started playing on a different character that character is way out leveled the other one because do you guys already have a crew together uh, I mean it's remnants of the old crew it's uh it's me Chris Jesse Jesse's friend Lou and then uh, Dad and Steven both got the game, so. Oh, huh. Which, uh, we got a, I don't know. 
we're Did not cool for pre-ordering it and all that good stuff. I mean, you get like uh, a Cade Six figure, um, which was pretty awesome, and there's some stuff inside the game. I just got a like an exotic weapon with, that was came because of the pre-order that I'm really liking a lot. It's pretty cool. It's like a it's like a rifle that um, shoots just one beam like a laser. And yeah. the longer you keep it on something with where you're getting a hit marker, the, the faster it kind of... It's almost like it heats up, and so it burns at a higher damage. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah, they've they've fix- really done a good job of fixing some of the old crap with it, too. Say what now? Are you going to pay $6,000 and get an iPhone X? No. No, it's $1,000, but that's completely ridiculous. Although they do look pretty sweet. They do. They do. I love love how, like, uh, I I was talking to Chris about this, man. Um, Phone companies or technology companies in general, they're they're kind of, they're so smart with the way they market. We do all their marketing for them. Instead of somebody (laughs) being like, hey, man, the new iPhone looks kind of cool. And somebody else goes, "Eh, yeah, but I'm not spending that much on it. What they do is they go, oh, well, I have a Samsung that has had those features for a couple years now. And then they compare them back and forth and they argue, but really they're just creating advertising for the companies and i'm like huh how about that That's, yeah uh, like we did that back in the day for um, those uh, music stores in the mall <laughs> uh, i don't know that we really did anything positive for them other than the fact that we decided the one store was better than the other and we were just a couple <laughs> of punk kids that wouldn't quit going in the other store telling them that they would be like we'd be like dude your store is nowhere near as good as camelot and they'd be like yeah all right cool <laughs> we're like, yeah, bam, you got served. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we weren't as cool as we thought we were. No, we were exactly as cool as we thought we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were the best eat-fed wrestlers in the world at the time. <laughs> I was your John Cena. <laughs> you did all the booking, and I was just way overly exposed. <laughs> well, it's hard not to be overly exposed when when you when it was came down to like there was like six of us, yeah, <laughs> online. Oh well, the day that's some fun times, man. The talk, like, well, dude, I'm gonna have to have you drop the hardcore belt if you're going to be the world champ. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can give up that belt. <laughs> the belt that never existed. <laughs> oh man, we sure did cover a lot of fake stuff. That explains why we have a wrestling podcast now. It's because we enjoy fake sports. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, nothing's faker than boxing right now. It's our <laughs> so, language to our people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, but other than that, I uh, I finished that show. I was telling you I was watching Black Sails. I thought I was going to catch up, and then when fall started, I was going to have another show to watch. Didn't realize that uh, the show, uh, I guess, ended last year, so it's uh, it, <laughs> I watched the series finale. But it was good, man. It was very, very good. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm not really a pirate show person usually, but um, it's cool because... Um, the great thing about the show is if you're someone who knows a lot of pirate lore, you probably yeah. pick up on a lot of stuff right off the bat. Or um, if you're someone like me who doesn't, but you know enough to like, uh, like names and stuff, they do a good job of revealing something that they don't make it a big deal, but they make it a big enough deal for someone like me who doesn't know. I mean, I'll give you a for instance. Uh, how far did you say you watched the show? Like the first five episodes? Okay. Um, oh. <clears throat> For all you people listening out there... <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I'm trying to say that with a straight face. For all you people listening out there, uh, spoilers <laughs> are coming <laughs> up. <laughs> spoilers! 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 Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know the, the first episode, you got the guy who's hiding in the ship who says he's a cook. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, his name's John, right? Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. So he becomes a pretty big part of the show. Like he's, you know, he does this whole thing where, uh, if you've seen five episodes, you saw the point where he reveals to uh, Captain Flint that he has the page and um, 
Yeah. I Did you see that. him burn the page? Uh, or I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He, he committed it to memory and burned it, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. basically made himself valuable. And then uh, Captain Flint's like, you know, well, what's going to keep me from just killing you once we get to where we're going? And he goes, ah, that's a couple months down the road. Who knows? We might be friends by then. So he was just a really clever guy. He becomes my favorite guy on the show. Oh yeah. Uh, I actually remember that. I was just dicking around and say I remembered something that I didn't remember, but I actually remember now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I happen to know your <laughs> your checkered past, and I know that uh, your memory is not quite as good as you pretend like it is, so I just no-sold that and went on. <laughs> I happen to know that you've consumed substances that make your brain not work like it used to. <laughs> so... Um, but no, uh, so yeah, so he becomes a pretty big part. He's referred to as John a lot. Sometimes he's referred to as Mr. Silver. They get three seasons in before I put two and two together. And it's when he like looks at somebody and he says, you know, uh, he says, if you, if you double cross me, I will find you and hunt you down. And he says, because John Silver has a long effing memory. I was like, long John Silver. That's freaking long John Silver this whole dang time. And I missed it. And it, it was like that with everything. Like, I I would, I mean, and that's not a huge reveal. Like, they start calling him long John Silver the next season. So it is a reveal enough for people who don't know anything about it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you were, you were, you were probably picked up on it, I believe. I think you know more about pirates than I do. <laughs> um, and then, like, at the beginning of season three, they introduced this pirate that's just, like, dominant. You know, it's kind of like the Braun Strowman of pirates for a little while. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow, they're just going to bring him in out of nowhere, and he's going to be just as tough as um, the two guys they already had on there, Flint and uh, Charles Vane. And his name was, uh, you know, Edward Teach. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty tough man they're putting him over this is like when shinsuke went to nxt why does everybody like him so much i don't get the deal and then at the start of season four they're talking about something and uh captain jack rackman was like he's like well i mean if my legacy ends up being that i uh that that i sailed with blackbeard i guess it's not that bad after all or something like that and i was like i was freaking blackbeard (laughs) i totally missed that and then I'm sure most people knew that Blackbeard's real name was Edward Teach. I, I just never cared enough to know. <laughs> so um, it was a good reveal, but I'm sure, like, I mean, and so I like the way they did that because it was almost like they wrote it so it played to two different audiences at once. Because I guess looking back at it, when they first revealed, you know, that this guy was Edward Teach that had just killed like three people. I'm sure plenty of people was like, oh, man, that's Blackbeard. But I was like, oh, who's this guy? (laughs) He's coming in here wearing his Michael Jackson clothes and doing his Japanese dances. I'm confused. (laughs) It's a Japanese dance? Yeah, it's a Japanese dance. (laughs) Nobody else does it, and he's Japanese. Man, yeah, I've I've wanted to watch more of it, but I haven't. But the fact that it's there, you know, I can respect (laughs) that. You caught me taking a drink of water. Almost spit that across the room. <laughs> oh man, I was sitting there messing with my phone about fifteen minutes ago and accidentally deleted all of my notes. <laughs> Good because uh, <clears throat> you know we don't need notes. No, 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 no. No, no, <laughs> no notes no- needed. <laughs> We're like Chris Candino with our notes. Yep. <laughs> totally not needed. <laughs> this podcast is not needed. <laughs> yeah, but the good. fact that we're doing it, yeah. I mean, that's probably, I don't know, most <laughs> ambitious thing we've done recently. Yeah, it's a redeeming somehow. Some way. Um, yeah, man. So that's uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff starting, but. Uh, so. That's what you've been doing. You've well, been I mean, playing Destiny 2 sparingly, and... I mean, the one wants to hear me talk about working and stuff. Watch uh, Black Sail. And I have been brooding over Game of Thrones. And... Did I say I was doing anything else? Nope. 
Nope, just brooding. Uh, I mean, and we've both been fumbling <laughs> through uh, trying to figure out how to fill up an hour's worth of podcast time. Oh, I mean, we could fill up an hour, no problem. It's just going to be... Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. The more comfortable we get, the more uh, we'll just make it our own style. You know, hey, all you listeners that are listening right now, you know, I'll you both guys, like. Uh, what? This wasn't a commercial. I thought we were doing advertisements. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, Volkswagen. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, uh, if you're listening right now, this gets better. We promise. Oh, yeah, it's a journey. It's a. Uh, it's, uh, Wait, we, you booked. Sprint, not a marathon? Are you saying you booked is- Journey to be on the show to interview them? Life is a journey, not a destination. That's an Aerosmith song. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was gonna. So well, I'll go ahead and say it. Um, I didn't want to talk about himself. someone else's podcast on our podcast, but um, yeah. why not? I was listening to Raven's podcast, and uh, <laughs> they. To kind of a time filler that Raven did was he pretty much did Mad Libs. He called him something else, but it was Mad Libs. And so he was trying to get Jericho to, to fill it out. And uh, Jericho was getting a little irritated because it was taking so long. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I like this segment. And then he's like, yeah, no, no, let's see it. And then when they read it, it was really funny. And then Jericho's okay, that was a lot better than I expected. He's like, but maybe uh, the only problem is, you know... Um, Knowing what things like nouns and verbs are, you know, like, you know, a lot of people don't know that because of, like, you know, they haven't been using it since grammar school. And I was thinking, no, Jericho, you were literally the only person I know that did not know what a noun or a verb was. And he did. He's like, you know, what's it? You know, give me an adjective. And he's like, an adjective. Um, That's like a. And he actually, I can't remember what he thought it was. No, no, a descriptive word. He's like, oh, okay. And (laughs) so. I'm like, dude, he's wrote four books, and a couple of them are at least be- a couple of them are bestsellers for sure. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what a noun, a verb, an adjective is. So I thought that was funny. I guess that's just me making fun of Chris Jericho, even though it, I mean it's hard to argue know. that. Yeah, he's a list. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah, he had a whole he's list. Done, he's actually done more writing than the occasional wrestler. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Wow. It's very. It was very confusing why he didn't know that stuff, but maybe it's because he was on the spot. Who knows? Yeah. But the fact that he he kind of dogged Ray, Raven for expecting people to know that. I mean, he didn't say it in a way. I was just like, um, I'm sure Raven, Raven, because that's his boss, I guess, because he's on the Jericho Network. He didn't call him out, but I was just waiting for him to do it. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> call him out, because Raven's super smart. I always so. think about uh, Kevin Nash when he was, he was saying uh, WCW, so this is where the big boys play, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> what do you say? That Where's the adjective? <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, oh, yeah, you notice the... Uh, that's how he said it. He was like, notice the adjective there, play. It's not an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> But still, Sid's the one who said that, you know, <laughs> you are half the man that I am, and I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you just wrote my promo for me. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, um, wrapping it up, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's been a decent week in wrestling, I suppose, I mean. Well, well, it's been two weeks, and we got we got another day starting tomorrow. So um, we're gonna try to create this out a little bit, a little bit quicker and smoother. When everything's fresh on our brains, that's what we need to do. And if we just gotta just you know um, jump on and do it and hit it real quick, maybe the faster we do it, uh, the more the more we won't overthink it. Because some of it is overthinking it, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to keep getting better though, dude. And uh, it's it's fun doing a podcast with uh, with my best friend. 
No, I've got oh. a podcast with my dog. I really do. <laughs> so, but you know, this is my second one. So the guy that does the editing. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 dog does not do. That. Oh, you're talking. Oh yeah yeah yeah. John, John Clint. the editor. Clint John. Clint John. John John Clint John. Clint Johnson. Oh, here's something really funny. Um, my son started soccer back last week or yesterday, and uh, he is. Uh, we always have to come up with a team name. And we, there's always, like, people just name their teams, you know, Raiders and Chargers. Well, yeah. Because that's what kids think of. And they always, like, say, try to be creative. Try to get your kids to be creative. And most coaches don't because, you know, we're there to volunteer because no one else would do it. So <laughs> we're just like, what do you guys want to be? All right, everybody vote. All right, so I guess we're going to be the Tigers, you know. And so – during basketball, when he was playing that, I, I sit there and push them to to be something other than just the Tigers. So then they wanted to be the Golden Tigers, and then I talked them into being the phenomenal Golden Tigers, and that was kind of fun. They were turned out the other, the only other team in the league that for the summer basketball was named the Tigers. So it was always the Tigers versus the phenomenal Golden Tigers. So it was almost like we were trolling them with our name every week. And I loved it. <laughs> well, he picked out they picked out their soccer name. And it was great because they, uh, I let them all name out names, and then put them all together. So the name of the team was, uh, is the Charger Lightning Chicken Bacon Bacon. Charger Lightning Chicken Bacon Bacon. <laughs> the Charger Lightning Chicken Bacon. I mean, it bacon. just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Charger How? Lightning Chicken Bacon. <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, like. What in the world? How did that happen? I was like, oh, just all the kids were naming out uh, different names of teams. I think one kid was ordering lunch. Pretty sure the whole time, like, <laughs> like wait, he just keeps saying chicken, bacon, bacon. And I was like, all right, we're taking that. That's genius. You went with the Shining Wizards. <laughs> Why didn't we just cool. pick wrestling moves? The oh. Pele kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Well, that's a good call from the mic. Hope you like that. <laughs> Excuse you. All right, so this has been episode two of the Double Noggin Knocker podcast. The outro is going to be better than the intro. True. Why? Because it's ending and not beginning? No, 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 no. It's not because, because <laughs> it was. there's more words, more confidence. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then you put more words in there and kind of ruined it. So the outro is not better than the intro. Yes, it is. But st- okay. Still, nonetheless, this was the uh, second episode, and yep.